Today, we continue our player evaluation series from the Dallas Stars 22-23 season. And today, we're talking about everyone's favorite 19-year-old rookie, Wyatt Johnston. And we'll talk about the surprise that he was to many this season. Talk about the neglect that he received from the national media and how he can improve in his sophomore campaign. All of this and more coming up on today's episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, coming to you on this Tuesday, June 13th. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for stopping by and making Locked On Stars your first listen every single day. Be sure to subscribe to the show on YouTube and follow along on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. Uh, We're always free and available no matter where. Or how you choose to listen. You can also find us on social media. Just search for Locked On Stars on Twitter and Instagram. And today we are talking all about the rookie phenom from the Dallas Stars from this past season. 19-year-old Wyatt Johnston, who is now 20, uh, but played the entirety of the season just about while being under 20 years old. And Wyatt Johnston was a guy who didn't necessarily come out of nowhere, but I don't think many people were expecting him to have this big of an impact in his first season as a teenager. He came into the league with some pretty lofty expectations placed upon him as the Stars' first-round pick in the 2021 draft. Was just an absolute weapon in the CHL, the Ontario Hockey League, playing for the Windsor Spitfires. Led the entire CHL in scoring in the 21-22 season with 124 points in 68 games played. After a outing like that, it was really no question Uh, that we were going to be seeing Johnston on the Stars NHL roster at some point in the 22-23 season. It was really just a matter of when that would be uh, and for how long it would be. Would Johnston get to stay for the entire season or would he really just get to try a few games out and then get sent back uh, to the OHL to spend one more season with the Windsor Spitfires? But he he put those questions to bed pretty quickly uh, and it was not it, it was fairly shocking. Uh, to see him crack the opening night roster over some guys like Jacob Peterson, who wasn't a grade-A player, but Jacob Peterson, if you remember a couple seasons ago, had a pretty nice rookie campaign, and uh, there was some expectation that he was going to be a nice underrated piece for the Stars moving forward, but he doesn't crack the NHL roster. Wyatt Johnston did, and there was really no turning back after that moment. Wyatt Johnston wasted no time uh, to make his presence felt on the team. On opening night in Nashville, he scored in his first NHL goal in his first NHL game. His parents got to be in attendance, a truly uh, special moment for a guy who, you know, seemingly has an incredibly bright career ahead of him. Uh, just getting things started in that game wasn't just a spoof like, oh, good for him. He scored in his NHL debut. Uh, it was a sign of things to come for the 19 year old rookie phenom who proved a lot of people wrong uh, throughout the season. Obviously, no shame in being drafted in the first round anywhere, but after his performance in this past season, 
uh, you have to imagine that there's a few organizations out there maybe kicking themselves over the fact that they did not draft Wyatt Johnson and they let them fall, let him fall all the way uh, to the Dallas Stars in the later stages of the first round of the 21 draft. And he proceeded to stay on the NHL roster all season long to play all 82 games again as a 19-year-old rookie. Uh, and he was very not dominant, I, I guess is a good word, from a rookie standpoint, uh, tied with Matty Beneers to lead all rookies in goals at 24 apiece. White Johnston ended the season with 41 total points in 82 total games played. Uh, just a consistent presence on the ice night in and night out. Not always being the go-to goal scorer, but he just always seemed to have a knack for scoring timely goals. And sometimes uh, in clutch situations, uh, he would be the one to answer the call as opposed to guys that you might expect, uh, like the veteran players, Jamie Benn, Jason Robertson, or even Rope Hintz. And those guys got their fair share of clutch scoring as well. Uh, but Wyatt Johnston, a lot of times, would be sometimes the difference maker uh, in some games for the Stars all throughout the season. Also made his presence felt in the Stanley Cup playoffs where he scored four goals in 19 games, including the game-winning goal in Game 7 of the second round against the Seattle Kraken. And it wasn't just any goal, just an absolute beauty of a move from Johnson to get down the ice to negate icing in that sequence and then just absolutely beat his man and beat Philip Grubauer uh, to get that essential second goal for the Stars in that game in order to help them move on uh, to the Western Conference final. Just an absolutely special player uh, who seems to literally just be getting started. Uh, a lot of times you'll see guys make their NHL debuts once they're already 20 or maybe they're 21 or 22. Uh, but Johnston seemingly getting a head start over a lot of the other guys in his draft class. Of course, a few other guys uh, that are called their finalists and had some really nice rookie campaigns too, making their start in the NHL. But Johnston, I think this was just a small foretaste of what is to come from him throughout the entirety of his career. An effective player playing alongside the Stars captain, Jamie Benn, for the majority of the 22-23 season. Uh, that duo was nearly inseparable for pretty much the entire go-around. A, a little bit of a revolving door with some other guys there, Ty Delandria, Evgeny Dodonov, were the two big other players on that line. Uh, but I would really like to continue to see Johnston play alongside Ben, and if the Stars are able to retain Evgeny Dodonov, uh, I think that that could be an interesting trio. But if not, you could probably slot Ty Delandria back in there as well. Uh, and you wouldn't see too much change, and you'd probably still get some very good production from that group as Jamie Benn continues to you know, be on, hopefully, uh, an upward trajectory for where he's at in his career. But Wyatt Johnston, uh, just a, a pure goal scorer, but also does have that passing and you know, setup ability. Uh, it, it was just more he found himself getting set up a little bit more often this past season, uh, but he certainly can do both, and that might have been what he was better at, actually, when he was playing junior hockey, was getting those assists and being the setup man. Uh, but now he's at a space where he's the younger guy who maybe has a little bit more scoring ability and maybe better hands at this point in his career than a guy like Jamie Benn. So I'm interested to see what the dynamic looks like for that duo and whoever the third member of that line is moving forward, because uh, you'd think that Pete DeBoer and the coaching staff would like to keep those two together, because uh, if it ain't broke, uh, you certainly don't want to go fix it. We're going to continue this conversation about Wyatt Johnston and the phenomenal rookie season that he had and why the NHL media neglected such a phenomenal season from a special young player. We'll discuss that coming up next.
Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit, and it's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right, so the next time you need parts and accessories, you should head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits just right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know if the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. So get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I want to thank you again for making Locked on Stars your first listen every single day as we continue our conversation about Dallas Stars rookie, now second-year player, Wyatt Johnston, who was one of the bigger surprises of the season for the team. But again, a very pleasant surprise uh, for this organization, a guy who was expected to be a good player. But again, not really sure if we were expecting him to be this great uh, right out of the gate of the 22-23 season. Great rookie campaign, and of course, there are plenty of areas for Wyatt Johnston to grow in. Uh, I know many of you said on Twitter, on the poll that I did put out, a lot of people putting Wyatt Johnston's season at an A, if not an A+, and a few people commenting and say maybe a B, B+, because there could be uh, a few adjustments, as is the case with every player. Uh, even the best players in the world, no, no one is perfect, and there's always room for improvement. And I think for Wyatt Johnston, a lot of that lies on the defensive side of the ice, and I think that that's a skill that will improve over time as he continues to play and as he continues to get reps here in the NHL. I mean, you certainly can teach defensive play and, uh, you know, depending on the coaching staff and the system that you have, there can be some structure to a team's defensive style. And uh, of course, Pete DeBoer, a little bit more of an offensive minded coach at times, especially with this personnel. But I think as White Johnston continues his journey through the National Hockey League, that his defensive awareness will continue to improve. And it's something that he will get better at. And I'm curious to see what those strides look like this season. I think that he'll also grow as a face-off guy for this team. He wasn't terrible in his rookie campaign. He won 43% of his face-offs. Uh, you look at the best guy on the team, Jamie Benn, winning 60%. The Stars, historically, over the past few seasons, have been one of, if not the best face-off group in the entire league. And so I think that the Stars will just continue to do what they do. They're going to continue to breed successful guys that can go win you a face-off battle more often than not. And I think 43% for a rookie, certainly not too shabby, uh, especially, you know, Johnson not having to take as many draws, being on the same line as Jamie Benn, who, again, won 60% of his face-offs this season. I'm imagining that some of that will rub off on Wyatt Johnston. I think that he will get better in both of those areas, as well as take the right steps to continue to prove, improve offensively uh, and certainly look to outperform what he did in his rookie campaign and looking to score more goals I mean, 24 as a rookie, not bad at all, but I don't think it's too far of a stretch to know that White Johnston is a 30 goal scorer, if not more uh, in this league and can definitely get a few more assists uh, with that being maybe more his specialty. As I know some people have pointed out throughout the season uh, that he can really be an excellent setup man and he can go out and get those assists. And I'm curious to see what his role is looks like on the team this coming season now that he has a little bit more familiarity with the league 
and with the organization uh, coming into you know this upcoming season as a second-year player uh, rather than a rookie who is still probably trying to find his way and figure out his way uh, around the city of Dallas and, and just in a completely new country on the opposite side of the continent from where he grew up. But, I mean, there's not really a ton of negatives that I have to talk about about Wyatt Johnston's season uh, outside of you know the things that I just listed, and those are, again, areas where he's going to continue to grow learn and develop as he matures and ages here in the NHL. Certainly not the biggest player on the ice, but does have it, not the smallest player either. And I think that he'll continue to play the way that he does. He's not afraid to go in and battle along the boards for pucks, even though he's not the biggest player. And I think that he's going to continue to play with that confidence. But I think the saddest part uh, about Wyatt Johnston's rookie season was something that he really couldn't control. And that was really just the lack of recognition that he received outside of the Dallas market. Uh, and I say all this knowing that Matty Beneers is rightfully going to win the Calder Trophy uh, here whenever NHL awards are announced a few days from now. Uh, and so, again, I'm prefacing with that, that I know that you know Wyatt Johnston was never really going to win the Calder Trophy. But I do think uh, that it is a tragedy that, that he was not at least nominated or at least not a finalist uh, for the Calder Trophy, where he's, in my eyes, certainly deserves the credit uh, of being recognized as one of the three best rookies in the league this past season. Again, Matty Beneers, I think it makes sense that he's there. He's probably going to win the whole thing. He was a key player for the Seattle Kraken, uh, a huge reason why they made the playoffs in their second year of franchise existence. But for White Johnson to not even be listed up there with Beneers uh, is ludicrous in my mind. Owen Power, great season. I think he's going to be a great player for the Buffalo Sabres, but I just don't think that he had as great of a season I don't think he made as big of an impact for his team as Wyatt Johnston. The, the Sabres took some steps in the right direction. They were a competitive club down the stretch of the season, didn't make it into the postseason. Uh, but Wyatt Johnston, on the other hand, was contributing and was a reason for the Stars, not just making the playoffs, but for being seated as high as they were and getting home ice advantage in the first two rounds of the postseason. Uh, White Johnson, not just merely a passenger on his team, kind of meandering about and just, you know, reaping the success of his teammates. He was actively, you know, contributing to the success of the team. And not to say that Owen Power wasn't, but I just think from the defenseman standpoint, he wasn't as impactful as Wyatt Johnston was at the forward position for the Dallas Stars this past season. And even looking at a guy like Stuart Skinner, not a bad player, a pretty good season. I know Edmonton has been looking for the goalie goalie of the future and the goalie of their franchise for years now but i just again don't know if he was as much of a reason for his team's success as Wyatt johnston was a reason for his team's success and also being tied for first in the league in goals with rookies with the likely winner of the calder trophy again i know he didn't have as many points didn't rack up as many assists but it's just crazy to me uh, that Wyatt Johnston is not even a finalist for the award. And I honestly shouldn't really be too surprised uh, because players in the Southern markets, especially, you know, Dallas, Nashville, and even Florida, Carolina, a lot of those players often get overlooked and neglected for awards like this. And it's just an absolute shame uh, because Wyatt was as productive, if not more so than a lot of the players in his draft class, including Beneers and Owen Power, who were taken one and two in the same draft as Wyatt Johnston. And they're both great players, both going to be stars in this league for years to come. But I think Wyatt Johnston fits that billing as well. And to see him not get this recognition, again, just 
crazy to me. And I don't know how people in the NHL could have watched this season unfold and not thought to themselves that Johnston was one of the best three rookies in the National Hockey League. But this is also just another case of history repeating itself uh, and Stars players not getting the proper recognition that they deserve. I think that there was a case for Miro Haskinen to be a Norris Trophy finalist. Uh, maybe at some point in the season, Jake Ottinger to be a, a Vesna finalist. I, I get why he didn't get that nod. I get why Jason Robertson wasn't in the Hart Trophy finalist conversation. It, it is what it is, and you'd like to see a little bit more recognition come to the Dallas Stars players' way, but may, maybe in some ways it, it's a good thing, and there's a, a humility to it where the players don't necessarily care about the personal accolades, and they're able to use maybe the motivation of being neglected or overlooked and putting that into their on-ice product and that makes the team as a whole better uh, and pushes them closer to overall team greatness, which I'm sure if you asked Wyatt Johnston after his rookie season, he could he could have cared less uh, about winning the Calder Trophy. And he really, I'm sure, wanted to be a key reason why the team could have won the Stanley Cup if they were able to make it to the finals. Uh, but you have to think that he's pretty pleased with how his first season went going all the way to the Western Conference final. And again, being a huge catalyst for why the team was as successful as they were. Wyatt Johnston is somewhat all grown up now, not 19 years old anymore. He's now 20 years old, and he'll be entering his second NHL season uh, whenever the end of the summer rolls around and training camp begins. It's very exciting uh, to you know think about the idea of Johnston continuing to grow as a player because, again, I think that this rookie season was just a small taste of what we can expect for what should hopefully be a long and successful career for Wyatt Johnston, and it's going to be exciting to see in what ways he improves and ups his game for the coming campaign here in 23-24. Now that he has a full year under his belt, I think that that's going to do wonders for his confidence out there on the ice and also off the ice as well as he looks to be uh, a good teammate to any potential new players, whether those be free agents, uh, players that are acquired via trade, or other rookies who are joining the team like potentially Logan Stankoven or Maverick Bork for this coming season. Uh, and it's just pretty impressive to see how he was able to handle himself in year one. I touched on it a little bit uh, in the previous segments, talking about just how insane it is for him to have moved all the way from Canada uh, and, you know, moved to Texas, a place he probably wasn't very familiar with, maybe hadn't ever been there at all in his life. And thankfully, he had the help of Joe Pavelski and his family, got to live with them and, you know, have a little bit less of a burden upon himself to figure everything out on his own. I mean, I just can't imagine having to move that far away and be a professional athlete at age 19 and then to, you know, overcome all that and perform the way he did uh, is pretty special uh, and something you probably don't see a ton of. And even despite all of that, there's just a, a humility to Wyatt Johnston, which, again, is not super common in today's NHL with young players that score 20 to 25 goals in a season when they're only a teenager. And not there, there wasn't really much hesitancy in his game before. Uh, but now I think, again, we're going to see that confidence take that next jump for Wyatt Johnston as he now is a little bit more familiar with how the league works. He's faced every NHL team multiple times now, again, playing all 82 games, as well as the playoff games that he participated in. He's going to be a lot more comfortable out there on the ice and hopefully takes a little bit more initiative offensively to help elevate his game to the next level. I feel like it's a realistic expectation to see Wyatt Johnston in the 30 goal range for this coming season. You get 24 as a 19 year old rookie. Uh, I think in your next year, if you get somewhere in the 30 to 35 goal range, I think that you would have to be pretty pleased with yourself and the team 
I would be pretty pleased with that output as well, especially given how much money he's going to be making over the next few seasons. Still under his entry-level contract, he'll be making under $900,000 for this season as well as next season. So he and the Stars playing with house money a little bit, not having to, you know, quote-unquote overpay for Johnston, but if he continues to play at the rate and pace he's been playing at, I think that he will get a significant pay raise, and rightfully so, uh, one that he deserves if he continues to play at an excellent level. But it's going to be nice for these next couple of seasons to hopefully get a guy who can be a 30 to 35 goal scorer, but you're not having to break the bank to compensate him. Uh, and that's the nice part about hitting on rookies like these. You get them for a pretty decent price, and you can get some pretty good production uh, from them while they're still under those entry-level contracts. So hopefully we continue to see marks of improvement from Wyatt Johnston uh, alongside Jamie Benn and whoever that third line mate is. I think that they're in for what should be a fruitful season playing alongside those two as both of them look to be the setup man, but both of them can also score uh, quite a bit. Again, right now, I think it might be tied to Landria unless the Stars are able to re-sign Evgeny Dodonov and bring him back for the next season. I think both of those players would be excellent options to fit alongside Wyatt Johnston. But you'll have to let me know in the comment section down below if you're watching on YouTube your thoughts on Wyatt Johnston's rookie season and what your expectations are for him coming up in 2023-2024. But that is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you so much again for tuning in and making us your first listen every single day. Be sure to subscribe to the show here on YouTube. Follow us on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. Remember, we are always free and available no matter where or how you choose to listen. You can also find and follow us on social media at Locked on Stars on Instagram and Twitter, as well as my personal Twitter account at Dane double underscore Lewis. But I hope you guys enjoy your Tuesday. Take care of yourselves and we'll see you back here tomorrow. <laughs>